0: Hey golfers, have you heard what's new in Pengilly? Come play one of over 600 courses and work on your swing utilizing state-of-the-art foresight technology. Open by appointment only. Follow our Facebook page Swan Lake Simulator Golf and Club Repair for information, specials, and monthly tournaments. Welcome, everybody, to the Tooth Miss McGill Show, presented by our friends over at Fortune Bay Resort and Casino. Make plans today to visit Fortune Bay Resort and Casino for the long President's Day weekend, or any weekend for that matter. On beautiful Lake Vermilion, Fortune Bay has 172 rooms and a sport free resort, indoor indoor pool, full service marina. Haven't really talked about the marina lately, but uh, that's going to be coming up sooner than later. Remember that they got the marina, RV park, world class golf. That'll be coming up too. Several dining options, bar, and 24 7 gaming. Visit to- fortunebay.com for more details and plan your trip to Fortune Bay today. And I know they do have the ice rentals, the ice houses out for rent. Don't like get them out, of...
1: out right now. <laughs>
0: yeah, Well, yeah, no kidding. Huh? They've been out for a couple of weeks. Get a hold of the marina if you want to rent a house up there so you can get your fish on. All right, it is Puka. It's the star of the soap. Coach Reed Larson, episode 78, officially 11 weeks in. And congrats on a big weekend for you, Coach.
1: Thanks. Yeah, it's been uh it's been an interesting uh, week and we're kind of starting to, I think all teams are starting to get their eye on the prize. I know our team is, and our staff is starting to take a look down the road as to how do we need to be playing here uh, come that first round of playoffs. So that's the, the prize is playoffs. That's where we got our eyes on that right now. So yeah, it, uh pleased with how our group is doing and I know there's a lot of other teams that we're going to talk about here today that are are putting together some good hockey at the right time.
0: Well I was going to ask you a little bit of the tempo but obviously you guys had a great weekend but you are speaking of playoffs in this this January thaw how about it huh gosh it's like 50 degrees it's feeling like te- uh, playoff weather.
1: Well it's it's 41 degrees out right now I think when I looked at my watch I was walking out of the the building today at about well, 320 or so heading down to the rink for practice. And I looked at my watch for the temperature and it said 47 degrees. Yeah, absolutely. We're at the end of January. <laughs> January this is tomorrow's February 1st, right. and it's in the high 40s. Yeah. Like I'm starting to like Minnesota right now. <laughs> well, I said outdoor ranks
0: are threatened to be racked out for for a week is or it, two.
1: This must be the El Nino thing they're talking this about. This is what they're doing. Yeah. This is I heard this earlier the in in the fall that apparently there was a super el nino
0: yeah that, i think that's what it is this year yeah so
1: whatever you can look it up if you don't know what the super el nino is because this is a hockey show this isn't meteorology
0: yeah that's right and we've also gained about an hour of daylight we were outside there i noticed this yeah that is nice so we gained yeah. an hour we're excited we're ready to roll um if you like video format of course go sports media youtube page go there uh like subscribe um, all of our stuff's up there of course uh, grab a t-shirt grab a hoodie we have swag Hats are next. If you have a recommendation on a baseball cap, we're going to get baseball caps. Let us know. Um, GoldSportsMedia, LLC at gmail.com. Instant message, whatever, Instagram, read or I. But uh, that's the next thing on the docket. So let us know what style you'd like to see. Love it. Can't wait to get my. Oh, yeah. We got we to gotta go with it. All right. Subs this week. Jen Hegler-Waldron. H- I'm sorry. Uh, Tom Pagel. Tom oh, Pagel Pagel the, yeah, the and the Myth of As a matter of fact, I sat with him on, on Friday night. Uh, just, just Love uh, it. uh Rachel Sullivan, old friend of mine, Nathan Kingberg, and BK. So be just like them. Subscribe right now to America's fastest growing Nathan hockey Kingberg.
1: Pocky. Another old one you know? of mine, yeah, oh, a neighborhood friend from, from back in the day. Everyone's circling through.
0: back. Well, Rachel's an old friend of mine from yep. elementary school. So everyone's circling back. So crush that like, like button and let's roll into the game of the week. Is brought to you by Aspire Heating and Control, your local Bryant Dealer, and Bryant is the official. Heating and cooling company of your Minnesota Wild. Spire specializes in gas, electric, and hydronic heating and cooling systems for existing and new construction. Residential and commercial installations available. Services include forced air systems, boilers, heat pumps, mini splits. Well, those mini splits becoming be coming in handy with air conditioning soon. Licensed and bonded. Call Justin, 218-999-5957, 218-999-5957. All right, we're kicking it off tonight with last Friday night's matchup uh, rate in Grand Rapids at Yanmar Arena gr maple grove maple grove comes in at number five i believe i think at the time they were rated
1: number five yep 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 and uh thunderhawks put the stomp to them yeah it was uh it was a well-played hockey game i just from a coaching standpoint there's uh you know there the good news is is there's still things that we can fix in our game it wasn't like it was the perfect game played uh by us there's still things that we can do better um but uh, there, there's a lot of things that are starting to come too that we're very pleased with, and I'm not going to get into detail because some of our opponents might be. That's right. We know but, Andover watches, but we do. But we do like the way that we have been playing lately and and competing with top teams. And, and I guess the thing as a coach that you like to see is is that the kids believe that they can win and they believe that they can play with the big dogs. Yep. You know, I had this group of seniors. I had them when they were second-year Bantams. So I've been with these guys for four years. And, you know, we we struggled when that year as Bantams. I, I think in the back of their mind, there was always this, yeah, we can win the games against average teams, but when we played against the Osseo Maple Groves, when we played against, you know, the top-tier teams, uh, I, I think there was a little bit of something in their head saying that they – they couldn't win. And what I've seen develop over a matter of, you know, four years with this group of guys, and especially this year uh, with Grant taking over and and bringing in a new, another level of of what we've been doing with these guys, the belief is there. These guys believe that they can do it. And and I think that's going to be, it's going to be clutch for us down the road. Okay.
0: A couple items I had on the, on the uh, game is, this doesn't happen very often. April Grove pulls the goalie. You guys put went in. I don't know. There's like
1: a minute 37 left, I mm-hmm. believe, something like that. Yeah, we score the open netter. We, score the we open actually netter. have a senior coming down the right-hand side. <laughs> Nate lingway has got the puck on his stick, and he's at the top of the circle, and then he rips it over the wide open yeah, net. Did he look? look? Did
0: he look? What did he say? Because he, I couldn't tell where I was
1: sitting. I don't know. I think it might've tipped up on him. I didn't watch that closely. I felt bad for the kid because yeah. it should have been a freebie for him, but it flipped, It must've flipped up on him. It went over the net, rimmed around Bauer, catches it on the yeah. wall, ends up cleaning it up and, and throws it in the open net.
0: There was it. yeah. So, and it, you know, they had quietly pulled the goalie there or at least I don't know on the fan side, I also looked and it was gone. Um, so, and I remember he's, I see Grant screaming on the bench. This isn't over. This isn't over. This isn't over. Yep. Seventeen seconds later, I believe Maple Grove scores. So now you're back. You're down by one. You're up by two. Now you're back down by one. Goalie pulled. Um, just odd game in the sense that I don't know if you have you ever coached again. Like where that emotion. Oh, we've won the game. Oh, we haven't won the game. They're pulling. The, you know, what I mean.
1: Well, I think that I think the bench management was was perfectly done on Grant's part. And there's a lot of guys on our bench that have a lot of experience. They, in way Wade has been coaching for you know, it's 16 or 17 years. Uh, I've been on the bench for 20 years doing this. Grant's been doing it for a whole bunch of years. Dale's been doing it a long time. And uh, fortunately for us, we get a guy like Steve, who this is his first year coaching high school hockey, but it's not new to him. No, he right, played right in the NHL. <laughs> so you got a lot of experience on there. And I think the way the bench was managed, it was actually done perfectly. Grant said right there when that open net goal was scored, that you better be on point. And I, making sure that you're not too high, but you're not too low. We're still hard on pucks. We're still clearing zones. We're still getting pucks below the goal line. Uh, I don't think that there was anybody that was giving up on anything. I think that everybody was still good. They had an opportunity and it ended up in the back of the net. That happens, yeah. especially when you're playing a team that's as talented as they are. They've got some pretty good hockey players on their team. And if it gets on their stick in front of the net, I don't care who your goalie is, it's probably going to end up in the back of it. Yeah. So they did have a, an opportunity. It ended up three to two. Uh, but but again, we we were still able to to keep the game under control we Weathered that a little bit and were able to finish the game.
0: Yeah, like I said, you guys took a two goal lead into the third, uh, and then they got one. And I noticed that I, I was some of the guy, and I said, You know, if they get one, because I thought you guys are moving up the ice bowl teams, you know, they, they, they were not, I about mean, shooting you, but it was this was not some dominating thing where they were just held in the zone. You guys are moving up and down the ice bowl teams. I said, if, if I have a feeling Maple go gets one, it's almost gonna be a prevent defense type thing. And I noticed the kids just kind of folded. So, as a coach, how do you prevent that, or how does that happen, or what, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, but it just seemed all of a sudden they were, you know, they're like, Oh my gosh, we're we're playing D, you know, well,
1: that I think what you're looking at rather than a team going on the prevent side of things is I think you're you're looking at a team that's now pressing. There's uh Maple Grove is pressing, they came into the building and they're the team that's under pressure. They're they're supposed to win that game. Yeah, right. And at the end of the day, uh they think they're supposed to win and their fans think they're supposed to win. Most of the people in the state think they're supposed to win. The ones that don't think they're supposed to win are the fans that are Grand Rapids fans and us, we are supposed to win it. We believe that we can. Uh, So they're pressing probably hard on pucks at that point in time. They have strategies of trying to get pucks to the net. Uh, There's different things that they're doing. And as what we're doing at the end of the game, we're trying to win the game. And part of the message is is we still need to be hard on pucks. We still need to get pucks out of the zone. We need to be tough on it. we got to get pucks below the goal line in their zone, get it behind their net. We don't have to score another goal. And that's kind of the message is we want to possess the puck and do what we can, but we don't want to overhandle the puck either. So they're probably trying to do things to make plays. We're trying to do things to probably be smart with the puck. And sometimes when you do things like that, there's opportunities for them. They're more in an offensive mindset. It isn't necessarily like coach says, okay, we're going to draw it up and now we're going to set up the Christmas tree and try to slow them down. That isn't what we do. Some teams might do that at the high school level. We don't. We say, you know what? This is. They may be pressing right now. Um, We might have the lead at the moment, but we want to make sure that we're still doing the things we need to do um, but the focus now isn't popping more in the net. The focus is playing the way we need to to be in control of the puck yeah. and be yeah, in yeah. position. So maybe what you're telling guys is is be in position. We're playing great defensive hockey. So now we're above pucks. When if if the, if their net is down there on that end on the neutral zone, we want to make sure we keep everything in front of us. That doesn't mean that we're backing up. That just means that we see everything in front of us. Yeah. Nothing gets behind yeah. us. Okay. Yeah, that's a good explanation. Yeah. All right, I'd be remiss. Um, I do here- want to mention something. Oh, yeah, or Sorry to interrupt yeah. you. But, but I've talked about our goaltending all year long uh, with Grand Rapids. And, and Carter Casey has been phenomenal this year. Ryder Miskovich has been phenomenal this year. He's got four wins and zero losses um and ryan Kerr played in that game against maple grove and he was lights out yeah so again we continue going into the last four games of the season looking at our goaltending going good situation oh, we got a problem <laughs> <laughs> a good one <laughs> and
0: how about the incident with the puck yeah so the, uh, there was this, uh, they couldn't find the puck i mean puck, uh, uh, Kirk, not- he, he was looking all in his helmet <laughs> off and
1: He got stuck down in his leg pad or up in his chest protector. I don't know where it was. He couldn't find it. Yeah, it it was a five-minute ordeal. Yeah, I've never seen anything like it. Well, I've never seen so much (laughs) crap go on in one game. There was a lot of different weird things. There were. were.
0: And that's what I wanted to say. Uh, Luka Roloff, uh, hard bang in the back of the boards. You know, I think it was basically he was back checking. Their guy hits the pipe and Ryan Kerr, so then... When, Looks yeah. to me Luca kinda there's nowhere to go, right? He's kind of takes him off of the knees. So Lucas I mean flying almost head first into the back of the yeah. he, he curls things. at the end of the time, shoulder neck. I mean the building was pretty quiet. Yep,
1: they were hushed up, uh, but a lot of a lot of weird situations. And we actually had some um some guests in the building that night. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. We the did. bench boys yes, were yes, there. They were, yeah. Yeah,
1: they were up there. They actually were heading up to hockey day in Minnesota the next day, and they stopped off and they did Minnesota Hockey TV called the game, and they were in there costumes and it was pretty cool so you know shout out to the bench boys
0: well and a shout out to you congratulations for the big win all right let's move on here to uh, a game that you did the previous night the uh my nine game denfeld rock ridge at heritage we previewed it we talked a little bit you know about rock ridge moving up denfield moving up common opponents that kind of thing um when I kind of saw lots of aggression after whistles, I thought they were, you know, they, these two uh, clearly knew it was a big game. Didn't seem to like each other. Um, I really liked Easton Walters in the game. Nothing flashy. I think he logged a lot of minutes, um, nothing special, but just played, you know, played some good hockey. Uh, 40 to 20 ends up being shots, Rock Ridge
1: in Rock Ridge's favor, And they come out to two one win. Yeah. Rock Ridge was in control of that game the whole night. Um, but, but you know, there's, there's a couple of things about Denfeld that I like, um, if if I'm Coach Jago and I'm a Denfeld fan, if I were, I would say that you got a couple of goalies right now that are in Section Seven Double A that you're going to have to get pucks on. Uh, he's one of them. Uh, Connor Doyle has had a phenomenal year. I think his save percentage is above like 93 right now. Like he's having a really good year. Um and he's a guy that they're gonna have to get forty some odd shots out in order to score two or three goals and that's Rock Ridge had point blank chances all yeah. night long, um and Connor Doyle kept him in the game. It's been really impressive and I shout out to that young man for stepping up over the course of this year. You know he's been part of that program and has been battling for, you know, the opportunity to to play and, and he's proven himself and he's he's actually the big reason why Denfeld is you know, as close as they are in a lot of these games. Uh, they lost John Scott, their leading scorer. He's out for the season with an injury. They oh, do have um, a, a foreign exchange yeah, student for fin- from <laughs> Finland, who is basically their offense. They, they have the Haru kid, number 12, that uh, is another nice player. And uh, he does a lot of the scoring for them as well, but they've lost firepower. So they, they have to be more defensive and they have to have great goaltending. And the and for now the reason why is because Connor Doyle is playing phenomenal for them. Yeah. But but Rockridge was well in control of that game the majority of the night. Uh really Denfeld's opportunities and chances to eke their way into that game were if they played a certain way. And Denfeld has to play this way because they lack the scoring power yes. up front they have to play gritty and tough and get under people's skin so they take penalties yeah a lot, so, like I said a lot a lot of after whistle a lot a lot of a lot of it whistle. and that's that's that it's the mo no no disrespect uh, of coach Jago he plays that he played that way he that was his style. Yeah. When he played, he played at UND. Yep. He played that way. And he was kind of the guy that you hated to play against, sure. but loved to be on his team right, yeah. because he was meaner than hell. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves having those guys. Yeah. And you hate playing those, against him yeah, because those you got bruises. And sometimes your pride is kicked down by the yeah. end of the night because he beats you up. Yeah, he stays on you. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's kind of the MO that that team takes. But Rock Ridge, uh, needed to win that game in order to prove that, okay, I'm in a certain spot seed wise. Um, but then it came down to, they needed, they still had to play another game against Duluth East on Saturday. Yep. Week apart. Yep. Um, and, and again, Rock Ridge needed that win if they had any sniff at, at a top three seed and uh, East gets the sweep. So I think Rock Ridge is pretty locked in where their spot is.
0: Yeah, yeah, an interesting I, game. I, I think was, Rock Ridge is the four seed. Four seed, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was reading that. Uh, all three, two to one, just like the week previous, not an overtime game, but uh, all three goals, special teams, uh, power play goals by
1: uh, two for obviously two for East and one for Rock Ridge. But uh, yeah, so it was actually the game last night too, which we'll probably say we'll talk about scores and more. But this, there was another opportunity for somebody to say, hey, maybe you aren't the four seed. Let's see if we can pull you out of there. Duluth Marshall was in. Uh, in Virginia last night and actually gave them a really yeah. good game. Again, another goalie playing tough and Keenan Smith, the ninth young, I say, young Phenomenal yeah. goalie. And uh, this came down to a 3-2. It was yeah. a 3-2 game. Marshall was in it. It was tied 2-2 with probably, what, four minutes left in the game. And Casey Lampa scores the game winner. And they go up 3-2. Uh, if Marshall wins that game, now we got cool. questions. Yeah, that's. There's cool more questions. questions. I think it's more cut and dry now where Rock Ridge falls because that and Marshall actually has a couple more games to play in Section Seven. Marshall still has to play Denfeld. Marshall still has to play Duluth East. Okay. So Marshall can try and work to find themselves, uh, you know, closer to the top five if they can win a couple games, or down farther if they can't beat. Um, Duluth yeah, East or awesome. Denfeld. Yeah, okay. So I, I think that I don't think these are any secrets that I'm telling anybody that it's not like I'm giving anything away. No, right. People right. see yeah, this and they right. know it. Sure. I won't talk about uh one, two, and three right now because uh I'm just not even gonna go there.
0: Yeah, well, it's tight too. It's tight. A lot of hockey left, a
1: lot of hockey left. Yeah.
0: So all right, and then one more thing, uh of course, hockey day over the weekend. So we were remiss if we didn't uh, mention that. So world. After Rosa uh, got the overtime win on him in the first matchup, so Warroad kind of pounded him 6-2. I guess I don't know what the shots were, but um, I wasn't able to see the game out of town. So, uh, big one for Warroad. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about their matchup that they had last night coming down from the big high. Uh, A little tougher one last night, but uh, Rams at Spuds tomorrow night in a big Section 8. Yeah, we'll see
1: what happens there with the Rams and the Spuds. It's uh, The Section 8AA can get interesting here as we go because – you've got some teams that are playing some pretty good hockey. And I just saw something uh, come up last, was it this morning on the Instagram machine? I saw um, something about the Gerlach kid from Brainerd getting his 1,000th save in his career. So Brainerd has made some things interesting and they play some teams that are some common opponents in our section too. Brainerd has been finding themselves in a a few games. Uh Um, Bemidji has been playing some good hockey uh, we know Moorhead is good yeah. uh, and, and Roso is good. So yeah, that yeah. really one, two, three, four, five in that section could probably be an interesting matchup for people for section eight.
0: Is, uh, was, is it the earnest or Rozo Arn- Arn- Ernest or
1: Ersness? Ernest.
0: Ernest? Okay. Yeah. So I saw he entered the top 10 in points, I think, in the state now. He's so, a player. So he's hot. Yeah, he's a hot. ball player.
1: Yeah, he can he can find it.
0: Yeah, he's hot. So All right. Pound the like button if you can. We'll get into our preview section brought to you by Iron Ranger Apparel, Thunderbird Mall in Virginia, gift buyer's paradise. So if you're looking for that perfect gift, you're looking for something for somebody. Like we said, it's February 1st tomorrow. Most of you will be listening to this quote unquote tomorrow, which will be February 1st for just two weeks from the big day. The Lover's Day, right? I mean, yes. Cupid's
1: arrow, hearts and snowflakes, you know, Valentine's all that good stuff. Day. Yes, yes. Valentine's Day. Yep. So I got to uh, worry about my anniversary first. Oh, you do? Yeah, well, that's coming up that's here. Whoa, pressure. February 5. Oh, February are going hardly make it through the weekend. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I got to keep that on. I got my eyes on that right now. I'm talking to my wife right now. I'm looking at Holy. that. Now we've been married for quite a few
0: years. And tell mom to give you that reminder call on the 5th. Yeah, the, the don't morning. worry
1: about yeah, it. I got it. Yeah, I've not, got yeah. reminders coming in so that I make sure that this is taken care of. But I always have to take care of that first. You're going to talk about Valentine's Day, but I got to talk about my anniversary first because that comes first, and then Valentine.
0: All right, so make a trip over ODR. Get over there. Get get her some swag. She'll be happy. But yes, yeah, so like I said, Gift Buyers Paradise. Valentine's is coming. Um, check these guys out. Uh, you can check them out on Facebook too. Iron Ranger Apparel. Um, And like I said, ODRs, you know, they're the exclusive provider of ODR apparel. So we got lots of ODR stuff. So, and kids, kids, you're listening to us. We know I want you to look cool at the rink. Playoffs are coming, your playoffs and your buddy's playoffs. So get your ODR swag so you are looking good at the rink as we get into playoff season. All right, go back to the My9 theme here. So tomorrow night, you're making the truck down to Cloquet. Rivalry game. Most likely. The one and two seeds in Section Seven A, Hermantown, Cloquet okay, Lumberjack. Yeah, and
1: I think if there's a team that's going to give Hermantown a, a run for their money in the section, it's going to be Cloquet. Um, Cloquet has had some games where they played some good hockey. I mean, they've they've been right there against some pretty good teams. I'll go back to a couple of weeks ago uh, when Grand Rapids went down there to, yep. to Cloquet. It was a tight game. Had to win it in overtime against those guys. They've been in it. They've they've they who did they beat did they beat rock ridge four to one
0: it must have been yeah, i think because, that have a loss it.
1: that rock ridge had i yep. correct me if i'm wrong but i they beat good teams yep. they've been good against some teams they've lost and have been close against teams and, and then there's some question marks that are in there too yep. like and the Brainerd game Brainerd about. that was a pounding seven that to zero yep. so it's like there's some ups and downs and in, in brain and in Cloquet just dumped one here. Forest Lake to Force Lake yeah. in overtime. Yeah. Now I'm not going to give Cloquet any crap about dumping that one because we dumped one to Cloquet to Cloquet ended up knocking off Grand Rapids in the beginning. Oh, Force Lake. MB. Sorry. Yep. 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 Force Lake. Did. Yep. So uh, Force Lake ended up knocking Grand Rapids off. So uh, I'm not going to give Cloquet any crap about that one. Clo- uh, Force Lake can sneak up on teams. They, uh, again, they're they're kind of looking at in section seven, double A. They want to be close to five, six. That five, six, seven is going to get really Not sticky. Yes, it's yeah. going to get sticky. I, I don't think that, you know, seven, eight is going to be difficult or nine is going to be difficult. Uh, but I think five, six, seven could get really sticky here the next couple of weeks. And if I'm Forest Lake, I'm trying to make a campaign because I beat some teams that are common opponents and I, they beat teams in the section. Yeah. Um, but that that right there kind of shows that the consistency that Cloquet needs to have in order to play against that top team in Hermantown, they've, they've got to be more consistent. I, if I had any advice for Coach Walters and, and his staff, I would say use the style of play that you are made for with guys like Joey Antonuti. Yeah. Joey Antonuti is the body of that team. He's the guy that goes through everything. Again, the guy you hate to yeah. play against because he's meaner than hell. He's tough. He finishes checks. He gets under people's skin. If you play that way, teams are going to likely turn a cheek yeah. because they're going to be like, I am sick of getting hit by this guy. And they're going to not want to win a race to a loose puck. So if they play that way, they're going to be a real challenge for Herman Hermitone's good.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, they're playing some good hockey right now, too. So.
1: They are, but they've but their their scoring is weird. That they, you know, right now, and I don't know if AJ Francisco is still gone. He's been playing in this youth USA thing and been gone for a little while. I don't know if he's going to be back in time. Mm. Um, But you got players that are scoring goals for them are like Will Esterbrook's is one of their leading scorers as defenseman, and they don't score as many goals on. Just in what I've seen, they don't score as many goals on the four check where they're grinding it out, throwing pucks to the front and banging it home. They're scoring their goals on rush. And the guys that are scoring it on the rush are guys like Will Esterbrooks who is the defenseman oh, jumping wow. in the rush. Interesting. So they have a different dynamic than what they've had in the past. They don't have that pure goal scorer up front like they've had with Zan Blant, like they've had with some of the older guys. You know, yeah, like some of your old time urban town guys. So that that could be uh what just like what you and I are saying and what Bob and I are saying on my nine is I think that might be the preview of the Section 7A championship. Yeah, very well could be. All
0: right, then another
1: big one up here in the north line. you guys have had
0: a lot going on at Yanmar. So the Andover Huskies play visit to Yanmar here uh Friday night. And uh again, another big one for for seven double a
1: well again it's i don't think i don't think that anybody it's any secret to anybody that with the seasons that both teams have had andover's been rated in the top 10 all year long they've got a slightly better record than grand rapids does grand rapids has been playing real good as of late beating the teams they need to beat here down the stretch that this is a big game it's a huge seeding game and i'm not going to tell you what the seed is for if you don't know then i'm not going to tell you <laughs> Would you like to give the game plan? I I really don't because I know that, that you got some of these guys down there like like their staff that that listen to these things. I'm not going to give them the plan. I'm just going to say that I think both teams better be prepared to play the best game they can play. Yeah. Because I don't think that you're going to get off easy. When I start looking at some of the common opponents, you know, Andover put the hit down on Duluth East. So did Grand Rapids put the hit down on Duluth East two times. Yeah. Uh, and over beat maple grove one to zero grand rapids figured out a way to beat maple grove by a goal right. so I mean, there's some pretty good common similarities um if i had to start to say where the strengths are and i guess i don't want to get into all of that um they're different teams but they're the, the but they're kind of the same in certain st- certain parts oh okay so i think that this You couldn't write it up any better that if it comes down to who wins this game, determines who is going to be the top of the section for seeding. that that's what both teams probably want going into this game.
0: Well, for a stroke of good luck for you, I got a scout that told me over the weekend, he's got you guys. He said, Rapids, over and over they are deeper so with that well it's nice of up.
1: him to say that i'm gonna make sure that i plug my ears <laughs> when i hear that because i didn't if anybody's listening from any of our players plug your ears because you're gonna have to work for every single stride that you have out there and every inch that's out there don't ever make don't ever make yourself feel like it's been given to you because yeah. it won't they're not going to give it to well because they represent what the last three years or four i thought it's the last five five okay well geez okay yeah i so, don't know mark so.
0: Until, Comment. yeah, until there's a, yeah, until they're just like we talked about 7A, until you can prove it. Or, or Bar- I there. Think Bart so is the one who
1: listens to it. You know, so. his their assistant.
0: <laughs> All right. All right, let's move on to scores and more. Good luck, by the way, this weekend. So presented by the Ring Sports Bar and Grill over in Eblis when you're in the Quad Cities, and especially if you're visiting the United States Hockey Hall of Fame because it's just down the block, uh, make sure you visit the Ring Sports Bar and Grill, hockey themed. Use those gift cards we talked to you about around the holidays, breakfast, lunch, dinner, Friday, fish fry, full bar, full menu, daily specials, daily specials. So go there, get the lunch special um, functions and banquets, we talked about that. It's going to be that time. We're going to start, start scheduling some of that stuff. They've got the breakout room. So schedule your functions, schedule your banquet, ring sports bar and grill 248-8582 or the ringsportsbarandgrill.com. All right. USA hockey mandating neck protection by august 1st also i mean there's some caveats you to look it up but i noticed one of the caveats also applies to um, i shouldn't say caveat in addition going you know, to apply to on ice officials under the age of 18 so um i guess not a surprise you know i'm not surprised
1: I, I don't know how that is going to affect high school hockey i don't think it will i think it's minnesota hockey sponsored like your youth hockey that is a cert- certified Minnesota hockey that's under the umbrella of USA hockey. I'm not really sure how that typically, there's a lot of things with the rules uh, from youth hockey and Minnesota hockey that the, the state high school league starts to get in uh, to cahoots with. I don't know how that's going to go. That might be a different conversation that happens after the season, you know, before summer hits. Uh, but for, for Minnesota hockey and for youth hockey, I think you're talking Bantams and below um, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I don't know how people feel about it. I, I'm still to the point right now where, you know, the the loss of somebody that's been special to the area, especially to the human, the Hibbing community, and you know, Minnesota hockey and and UND and and all of that stuff with Adam Johnson. I think it's a great legacy uh, that we can put into our state of the state of hockey because of the mark that he's left. Yeah, on the game exactly uh all right couple of b days to go through patty Rendell, Rendell, fan of the show the well at least 90. balance
0: remember she talked to us at
1: church that one morning well, yeah at least a fan of the she's a well Rendell's a fan, well, well, oh, a fan. Yeah. he's a hockey guy <laughs> Rendell and i we had the bantam team back in yes uh, in the 2019 yeah, so that was fun
0: yeah so uh i think she said happy retirement age whatever that means uh-huh.
1: I, we oh. won't ask how old you are. <laughs> we'll just ask how many swats you're going to get.
0: There you go. And then another big birthday. Have you ever heard of the
1: movie Youngblood? Heard of it. Heard of, heard of it? I've heard um, of it. i heard of it. Okay. Okay. Is, so, is that the Mustangs? The, the, that, okay. That's, i heard the Mustangs. Yeah, the Mustangs. The movie, January 31st, 1986. 38 years old one yeah. of the best hockey movies on the planet came out this kids, day.
0: Yeah, kids if you haven't seen it, you got to see it
1: and yeah, this uh you got a preview today.
0: 1982. Make sure
1: that you get if you're going to watch the movie, make sure that you get parent approval. It is an R rated movie, right? There are some things in there, so and you need to get a parent you're
0: going to want to get parent approval. For the music in the movie, yeah, it is definitely 1986. Yes, it okay. is 1986 for sure. <laughs> and I did finally look up. It was a four-one cloquet win over Rock Ridge okay. on the 23rd. Yeah, um, so just a week ago. Yeah, yep. so so a week ago, yesterday. So uh another big win. But all right, scores and more from the week that was last night. I catch the game. Bemidji, Warroad. We just talked about Warroad. Obviously, Hockey Day coming off an emotional win against our big rival Roso in front of the whole state. Uh, but they travel. to Bemidji three to one. Bemidji's got him going into the third. All of a sudden, it's three two. I talked a little bit about what I've called prevent defense. All of a sudden, Bemidji's backing up, staying in the zone. Waro ties it. Overtime. World win four
1: three win for the Warriors. Teams that know how to win figure out how to win. Yeah,
0: well, I guess yeah. And they, teams that they
1: aren't off. haven't figured out how to win sometimes find themselves on the short end of the stick yeah. against teams that. Are used to winning.
0: Yeah, and then you talk about that, like at eight, like you said, there's kind of a cluster there at eight. Double A, you get that win. Yeah, could have been big. Um, so anyway, they fall. Bemidji falls to world four three in overtime. Ely two one losers to Bagley. Foston, uh, Denfeld, Downs, Brainer two to one at Heritage for another common opponent win. Uh, we talked about Cloquet with the six five loss to Forest Lake. Greenway dropped by Thief River Falls five nothing. Proctor over Pine City four one. North Shore six to one win over Ashland ermantown with a 3-2 loss to Maple Grove. And then after they saw you. I um, Falls down by Red Lake Falls, 9-2. Duluth East with a 7-0 win over Hopkins. Uh, Rock Ridge, we talked about that. 3-2 win winners over Duluth Marshall last night. Chisholm Hibbing, 5-3 winners over three Friver Falls. Now they're kind of getting sneaky. I just kind of looked at uh, two up.
1: in their last 10. They're creeping up on some teams. And just go back to what we said maybe on one of the first couple of interview or first couple of episodes that we did here this season that it might take giving a little bit of time to get their momentum. They're, they're young and ultimately in my mind and they could yell at me and be mad if I say this, but I think they're a year away from greatness, uh, maybe two, but uh, they're they're now with all of these sophomores and ninth grader or graders that are playing a regular role on their team are now at this point in the season on february 1st are veterans yeah so get it going into next year they're going to have all this experience uh they're they're creeping up on teams yeah, yeah. they are and they're i know we said it they're going to be good come the end of the end year. Of time yeah and i just uh saw parents I still think that cole k is probably going to be the team but um that's also me giving him a challenge. Like I'm challenging. Him. Yeah, well, and that was an overtime win, right? By Cloquet earlier? Was it an overtime? I think it was a one goal, well, if not, not sure.
0: overtime. But uh, I there... don't want to
1: comment because I don't know if I'm wrong. Then people will say, well, how do you say it if you yeah. don't know for sure? I'm <laughs> but, okay. I'm not it was, saying because I it don't was know.
0: Overtime ish, we'll call it. But uh, uh, and then I did get a, a text from a parent, Tate Swanson, sophomore. He's ninth in the state in assists at 30. That's so good. congratulations, Tate. Sophomore. Sophomore, right. Uh, another rivalry game over uh, last night, I actually caught some of this. And I guess happy to see the Grand were packed. It was the biggest reason. I checked in. Bloomington Ice Gardens. Kennedy, Jefferson. Um, but Jefferson with a
1: 7 nothing rip. That's an old there school you. rivalry Oh, game, that's man. an old That school. goes back to a long, long time ago. I remember when Grand Rapids was going to the state tournaments back in the late, in the uh, 80s, yeah, early in the early 90s. Uh, they their first round game was always Bloomington Kennedy, right? Yeah, and Kennedy was, was big back then. Yeah. Uh, a name comes to mind: John Russian was one of the names I remember that played for Bloomington Kennedy. That was just an absolute machine. Really, for those guys. Yep, that was a name I remember. Now, if you are from that era, does that name sound familiar? Is that a Kennedy name, John Russian? I remember this because this goes back to like the. The Chris Marinucci era in 1990, when they went to the state tournament and lost, took second place to to Roso. That was 1990. 1991, you had guys that were on that Rapids team like um, Jeff Nielsen and Kelly Fairchild, who used to be from Hibbing. Kelly Laker, yeah, Kuz. Those (laughs) teams, and they the first rounds going into there, they were they were playing against your Bloomington Kennedys. Then shortly thereafter, the shift happened. Then it was Jackson, Bloomington Jackson. Jefferson, and you start hearing names like Mike Crowley yeah. and Toby Peterson and Checkel, Nick Checo and some of these. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah.
0: Speaking of Kennedy, we well Hibbing people comment please. There was about a ninety or ninety-one grad from Hibbing that left about Pee Wee's. Who is it? T- t- tell me who it is. I can't remember, but there was a guy that moved in, played in the state tournament for Kennedy. You know, around that huh. around that
1: same time. I too. wouldn't remember so, that.
0: Yeah. All right, drum roll, please. Speaking of the cities, it's time for the Wildlife Scotia P.E. Dino Hornets update. The 16, 2, 1, 1, 6, 1, 2 Louis Dinah Hornets with a 9-3 win over
1: Eden Prairie. At Hill on Friday. They're number two right now, right? Rated number two in the state. They got two losses. And a tie 16, 2 and 1. Yeah, that's what it is. it is
0: 16, 2 and 1. Yeah. So basically, you know, if you put 16, 2 and 1 together, why is it, that a says 612 was... and they're somewhere 6-11. 612?
1: 2 Yeah. Their their season up to that point, they've been just flying under the radar as being a one, you know, one seed two, one in the state, two in the state. They weren't there yet. Minnetonka's not giving up the one right now, like they've got it pretty clear yeah. set. The, being one in the state but Wysetta was number two for a long time and then yeah he died hoops in knocks them down I think that game here last week was at the Plymouth Ice Center they knocked down the uh the oh, Trojans, oh, okay Trojans and now uh, they've been number two and they've been staying in that spot by beating teams like Eden Prairie
0: yeah And not going to get any other easier like I said at Hill um that Friday. could be an interesting game. To yeah, That could be yeah. fun. I mean, that's just, like I said, all these games are getting you know the the right matchups right now are really interesting. You know, I just, uh, we're,
1: well, we're, it, we're just you out know out. the way that these schedules are set up um, for these these teams that play these really intense schedules, and they seem like they keep getting harder. And like you say, it's not getting any easier. Do you do you think that's a mistake? No, no. Right. Right. It's not the coaches set it up that way because they want to battle tested before the first round of the playoffs. They're playing the right way because you're playing against the teams you need to beat in order to win a state championship. Yeah. So let's plan. Let's do it. All right. That's a wrap. Anything to add episode 78? No, episode 78. We've been doing this a long time. I guess we have. Yeah. If you've got friends that uh, like to listen to hockey talk, that. Uh, you know, they, they like podcasts. They want to listen to it on the radio when they're driving someplace, or you like the visual. I don't know why you would. It's not, we're not the two greatest looking guys in the world, but maybe you get a little bit of humor out of some of the facial expressions. Then you get the YouTube. Um, but, but go ahead and pass this on. Like you've said, the last couple of episodes, it's the fastest growing hockey podcast
0: in America, in America, have, apparently.
1: Apparently. apparently, apparently. I mean, that's the rumor. That's the rumor. That's, yeah. <laughs> If you have any idea who might have started this rumor,
0: yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> and like we were saying, uh, especially like uh, uh, we we're just talking a lot about the city stuff. But there's a lot of people in the cities that were your classmates from up north here that you know still like to know what's going on in hockey up north. That's the reason we started the show so they could yeah, everyone could get dialed into what's going on up north here, even though they're living four hours away, um, tucked into the city, listening to Taylor Swift every day on the radio on the way to work. Oh, yeah. Should see her this weekend again. Man, if you you know what, at, I, geez, are you are you over it? I'm. Are you over it? I'm my daughters are
1: contemplating not watching the Super Bowl.
0: I'm contemplating that they're going to move the Super Bowl because I heard she's in Tokyo. Well, they I heard she's maybe, in Tokyo for the weekend.
1: She's not going to be there. That's the rubber. But then my wife said you. Okay. "Well, you know what? Be home because Sunday is Sunday." If somebody. Text me and tell me for sure if she's going to be in Tokyo. Because if she is, then I'm going to hey, watch, watch the Super Bowl. Well, well, okay, I'm this. so tired of the publicity <laughs> stunt that the NFL it up. Oh, just sorry. keeps raking the money. Oh, they are. they just.
0: Well, here's the deal I've been to Japan. I was there on Easter in 2014. It's a 12 hour flight. Uh-huh. You're at home, it's Easter in Minnesota. So you know, people might be saying she's playing on Sunday. Well, she's playing on Sunday in Tokyo. That's Saturday in the United States. She will make it back in her private jet. She doesn't have to get away to Minnesota. She's coming on from the, you know, she'll come across the ocean, Hawaii, et cetera. So, you know, let's make it to Vegas. let to go away to Minnesota. So, if it's a Saturday-Sunday concert in Tokyo, I'm assure, I'm assuring
1: you she will be at the Super Bowl. Do you Bowl. really think Travis Kelsey is going to be able to have a great game if she's not sitting up there? It's true. How Maybe. about
0: Jason Kelsey? Is he going to have a great game? I don't know. Is He's
1: he able done. to be tarps off or what? He's done. He's <laughs> too tiring. <laughs> that's what they say yeah, yeah. all right I used to play hockey by the way
0: the they did really the
1: Kelsey's were hockey where are they players. from i don't know i didn't okay. i can't remember all of the details i just remember hearing oh travis kelsey jason kelsey were high school hockey players they played were hockey and football
0: well then that's a great excuse for us to interview both of them so if any of you out there know them please get in touch with them send them to us we'll get an interview during the off season yeah we'll great guest this summer and maybe when we'll we get taylor we'll throw in for you
1: well taylor throw in for you you know what if if i will allow her to come on an interview if taylor swift wants to be interviewed by us that's fine okay okay so it's that's, it, that's not my first choice this is my
0: first you guys can kiss and make up and be buddies uh, be good.
1: all right
0: <laughs> all right please comment contact us uh if you want more of a uh, private contact do it through gold sports media llc at gmail.com uh follow the show share the show a lot of good stuff tonight please share the show likes to play a hockey's coming so everyone knows what's kind of going on they can tune in uh find us under tea with miss mcgill instagram spotify apple podcast Musi app T mcgill on twitter or x and then uh, it's goat sports media llc on facebook or youtube we talked about the merch 20 bucks for a t cash app Venmo, paypal just let us know um, and once again, thank you as always to the greatest partners on earth the Ring Sports Bar and Grail, Blandon Foundation, Iron Range Apparel and ODR Apparel, Fortune Bay Resort and Casino, Aspire Heating Control, Iron Range Goyle Academy, and Team Minnesota Hockey. So, for Reed Larson, I am Puka. Get out there and be your dream. You're tuned to the Tea with Miss McGill show.